The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. Anna Parker Naples is the global number one best-selling author of Podcast with Impact and Get Visible. She helps people launch powerful podcasts as the front end of their businesses and helps amplify important messages that need to be heard. She's the founder of the podcast agency and the podcast membership, and she hosts the number one international podcast, Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Hello, Anna. Thanks so much for joining me at Soulful Valley. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Katie. Uh, Anna, before we get started, I just want to thank you for the incredible work that you do. So in March, when lockdown began, I had literally just had to let go of a travel business that I'd been working really hard at trying to grow. And I had to leave because obviously travel wasn't doing very well. And I was already struggling. So I wasn't in a great place. But somehow I landed in your five day podcast challenge. And I haven't looked back since. I'm so excited about this podcast. Oh, that's really nice to hear. And it's really nice to hear that out of something quite, you know, dark and challenging that, that, that my, my podcast challenge, my little podcast challenge was a nice bright spot. And here we are as a result. Yeah, thank you. I also read your book, Get Visible, which ah. was awesome. And there were so many uh, synchronicities between the things that you'd been through and the things that I'd been through. Yeah, you, you really inspired me. Oh, thank you. And what I'd love for our audience to hear from you is how did you end up teaching people how to create and launch podcasts and get visible? So that kind of came really from a very dark place. I was told almost 11 years ago that I'd potentially never walk again as a result of a complication in my third pregnancy. And I'm I'm a very outgoing, bubbly, energetic person. And I had been, before I had my first child, I've been an actor and I'd always planned that I'd return to stage and to theatre. So to get that message that, yeah, that's not happening for you because you're going to be in this wheelchair and what my perception of what it meant to be in a wheelchair and disability and the kind of life I thought that meant uh, was kind of devastating and I actually went to I went to see someone to get help with how low I was feeling and I went to see a hypnotherapist and he what I didn't know was that hypnotherapy is tied with NLP which I'd never heard about that's neuro-linguistic programming and that the way we think and behave and the things we say about ourselves are basically on on loops and that what I'd been doing for a very long time is saying out loud over and over again making little jokes about myself was that I would never have the kind of successful life that I would like to have and the more you think and say negative stuff well that's what happens 
Um, and I always used to say I'm limited. I could never get the recognition that I wanted. And so therefore setting myself up to fail within an acting environment. And in this, this one conversation, in this hip, this, we didn't even do the hypnosis, we just talked. He pointed out to me how much I was talking about the things I couldn't have. And he actually said to me at that point, well, what would happen, first of all, if you were in a wheelchair but could, could do something awesome? And he said, do you know people who've gone on to achieve incredible things from a wheelchair? And I, I was actually being treated at Stoke Mandeville. And so I was surrounded by people who were way worse situations than I was, but were Paralympians or training to be Paralympians. Mm. So, so yeah, I had, I had the proof that you can do legendary things no matter where you are. Um, and then he said, well, well, what would happen if maybe you could recover? And that for me was like big news because from the moment I heard that I might not recover, that was it. That was the only scenario. So he said, well, have you heard of cases where doctors have got things wrong? Or have you heard of cases where um, actually people really manage their pain, manage their disability? Have you heard of cases where people make amazing recoveries from whatever they have done, whatever has happened to them? And of course, my brain is just firing off all of this. Oh, my gosh, what if, what if, what if, what if? And as a result of that conversation, many things started to change for me. And one of them was actually acknowledging, well, as an actor, one of my main barriers had been if, I'm a, if I want to be a great mum and whatever that meant for me, I can't be an actor. If I want to make money, I can't be an actor. I can't do the school run and be an actor and be paid well. So I started looking around, well, what if I could do all of those things and still be in a wheelchair? And the answer for me was voice acting and voiceovers. Mm-hmm. And that gave me just this light at the end of a very very dark tunnel and the knock-on effect the ripple effect of that for the voiceover work was that I quickly had something very positive to focus on quickly established myself as an international leader within that field which is kind of nuts to say that and went on to not only recover a lot I think because of the positivity that came into my life but because I'd found a way to match all of my wants and needs and still get the recognition that I wanted and I went on to win several awards in Hollywood and all over the US and in the UK but I had this moment where I actually delved a lot further into NLP for myself because I'd seen the ripple effect of that on my life and in the final day of my master NLP practitioner training it was pretty deep. We were doing a breakthrough that must have gone on for at least, I don't know, 10 hours or something, where it was me as the, the patient, the client. And they kept, the reason they kept going was because they could see I was on the edge of having a major breakthrough. And what actually happened for me was I had a moment of awakening. It's the only word for it. And I, I didn't come from any kind of spiritual background or any ease or flow with talking about terms like that. But that's what happened for me. And I felt that... I was supposed to lead people that I had for a very long time held back on the things I was capable of doing and because I wanted to fit in. So I was often quashing myself in Mm. order to be accepted and that life was going to be very different because now that I understood that I'm way more of whether I get someone else's approval or not, that I could choose how big I was and I could choose whether I kept all this knowledge about how you can transform yourself to myself or whether I put it out there in the world. I kind of knew nothing was going to be the same again. And it coincided with a week later, I was in Hollywood for 
the seventh award that I was a finalist for. And literally as the lights were kind of snapping away on the red carpet, I'm wearing heels, I'm fully recovered. I'm literally at the top of my trade, earning more money than I ever could have done as an actor, having more recognition than I could ever have dreamed of, gone from being that disabled, depressed blob who wasn't even washing or looking after herself in any way or even getting out of bed to being the most glamorous I've ever been. And it's the same person. I literally just had this kind of out of body experience that I was going to go on and do something different with my life. And I didn't know that I was going to be a coach. I didn't know that I was going to work with people. I just knew that I wanted to inspire people. And I didn't know what that looked like or how I was going to do it. So I, I started running an online business, which was about motivation and inspiration. And it's kind of evolved and grown as I've worked more and stepped up and stepped out. And I kind of came full circle about a year and a half ago to realize that one of the most powerful mediums there is on the planet right now is podcasting. And I kept reading lots of different podcast books, kind of thinking, these guys don't have the audio knowledge. They don't have the background that I have. And so I, again, had this just moment of intuition uh, of, oh, my God, Anna, everything you've been through to raise yourself, lift yourself, help you heal and recover, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally from, I guess, all the things that I thought I couldn't do. But also I have the mechanism to help leaders get their message out there. It's just been a complete no-brainer. And we're speaking, Katie, on the back of the, the day after the most epic book launch my publishers have ever seen, uh, where I became a number one bestseller in 37 categories that's across incredible. the globe. Incredible. Uh, with my, yeah, so that's with my second book, Podcast with Impact, because that's really, we're here talking about mental health and well-being. Mm. I believe there are so many people who are like I was 10, 11 years ago, stuck, limited unhappy thinking well is this it this isn't what i expected and don't know how to get out of that situation and i actually believe that podcasts much like you're doing now katie where one person at a time can hear this message on their own who knows who knows katie as a result of your podcast that you've got out there who's going to hear it and think there's something more for me and it's time to do it and that's, and that's really why, why this was about. a no this was a no-brainer for me as well because I I was became disabled three or four years ago I lost my job three years ago and I've been an avid podcast listener it's been podcasts that have, have really helped me and uplifted me luckily I'd already trained in mindfulness and I was running a charity for people with mental health so I'd already established a good sense of inner strength before it happened yeah. so it didn't take me it didn't take me down as much as it could have done. But when this opportunity came up with you and I happened to have loved podcasts and I'd had to let go of the charity last year, it just seemed like a no brainer that it, it was more about me getting this message out to more than just my local community. Yeah. There's, there's a big wide world of people suffering out there, isn't there? So it's, there is. it's just and an awesome, awesome opportunity. Um, and people. I mean, it's been amazing, Katie, because you found me in March. You now have a podcast that is reaching people mm. in whatever small way for them yeah. to feel they're not alone in what they're going through and that there is hope and there's possibility. And even if that and helps that it's one person, the knock-on effect of that yeah. one person with their family and their community, it, it's yeah, just absolutely. huge, isn't it? And I, I really do believe people like yourself, people like me who host podcasts, we can have a massive ripple effect, massive ripple effect on the whole world by lifting that awareness that life can be okay. 
It's all right to go through the rubbish stuff. It's all right to admit you're struggling. It's all right to admit it's hard, but there is that light and possibility that there's more for you mm. when the time is right. Amazing. I'm also really fascinated about your acting history because in my teens, I was an actress and, uh, and I gave up on that because, well, I married a soldier and we, we moved away. There's lots of issues. There was issues with money because I came from quite a poor family. So in my teens, everything was easy. It was easy. I always had a chaperone, people to get me to places. Money was never an object, but then it became an object when I became an adult. And, uh, and then I was saving up to go to drama school. And then I met my first husband, who was a soldier. So we traveled the world and there wasn't really the time or place for me to fit my acting into it. So hearing the things that you've done now and the way technology has gone, you've even opened up that as an as a avenue for me again, because I didn't realise that these things were possible. So, so yeah, so I, I've narrated over 100 bestsellers, including my own, but, you yeah. know, other people's <laughs> novels, other people's yeah. stories, and you really get into that. I've voiced um, really high-profile video games from home, some of which I was in my wheelchair, some's when I've been fully recovered. I've worked on voiceovers. I've worked radio dramas, as well as corporate corporate jobs. Um, mm. And I, I don't focus on that anymore. I left that behind four mm. years ago. But um, when you start to see, well, what if, what if for you, Katie, the fact that you left that, you left the acting and the joy that that gave you mm. to follow someone else, you know, love happens and that's important, but to follow someone else's vision themselves which is about what if you'd stayed on that path and kept that element of joy and creativity in your life I feel like I've come full circle <laughs> so I had three children in that relationship so and there is nothing more precious than those children so no. I don't regret any of it but I do feel like I've sort of come back full circle into yeah into what I loved in the first and place. actually and that's interesting isn't it with a podcast is that you know, there is an element of performance to yeah. it and there's yeah. an element of, you know, show business. Mm. Um, but actually behind it sits the desire that you want, you want, you want to make people feel good. You want mm. to know people, want people to know that, that there's more than what they're struggling with right now. And that their dreams are possible, whatever, whatever might, they might think is standing in their way. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, yesterday I did a very, I don't know if you saw it, a very emotional live stream um, in the evening basically saying that I fundamentally believe that here I am now, I've had two bestsellers, one mindset and one very technical about podcasting. I have an international number one podcast and I've got connections and friendships with people that just blow my mind. I didn't have any of that. I had none of that. Mm. I've created that all myself. And yes, it takes one step at a time. But it also takes deciding who you want to be and how you want to show up in the world. Yeah. And that's what I talk about a lot. It's about kind of going, well, what would happen if I stopped listening to that inner critic that told me I wasn't good enough? What happened if I just ignored that and put it to one side for a moment and actually followed the thing that I love doing to just see where it goes? Because it's fun, because it brings me joy or happiness. Um, and I think, you know, there's a lot of power in that in tapping into the things you actually enjoy yeah definitely uh, I know Anna from your book that you've been through a lot of struggles you said you were disabled and depressed is there anything that you can share with our audience about how you managed to cope during the most difficult times it's really funny a lot of it I don't 
remember now, I think I've shut a lot of it out. I went very in. Um, but the thing that pulled me out was going and talking to someone who wasn't just a counsellor, wasn't just someone who was going to listen, but actually uh, as an NLP practitioner, as a hypnotherapist, was working to change how I thought, how I spoke, so that there was that, that change element. Because we all have it within us to change our perspective. We do. We absolutely do. And I'm never going to denigrate anyone's um, experience of depression. There's reasons why that's happened for you, and there's reasons why you're experiencing that right now. But what if, alongside a chemical imbalance, what if the fact that you've been thinking unkind thoughts about yourself on a loop potentially 30 40 50 years what if those unkind things you've said out loud or thought to yourself were the only reason you feel like this now and what if you understood that choosing more supportive language was the only thing stopping you between you being where you are now and being where you would like to be what if what if you could change the way you think and I know that I can, that might sound really flippant to someone who's right in the midst and depths of whatever, but I have actually been there. I've been yeah. there and you can turn your life around. You can, no matter how bad your relationships, no matter how poor you are, no matter the struggles, the challenges, no matter you have a choice about how you see every single one of those things. Thank you, Anna. You inspire a lot of people with your books and your podcast, Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Who have your inspirations been? Um, it's, it's funny because I've never, I've never really kind of hooked on to like celebrities or anything like that. I read a lot of personal development and one of the first ones that I ever read was by Julia Cameron, who wrote The Artist's Way. Uh, and actually, she's got another a second book coming out shortly and I'm part of a beta tester group. She's now... I don't know, mid to late 70s. Um, but she was kind of on that early wave of if you tap into your creativity and your joy, you will come through the dark stuff because there's mm. more to you. She was kind of early, early adopter of that kind of philosophy and very connected with really highbrow people in Hollywood and film, you know, film writers, producers and what have you. So, so definitely her and her works, actually. I really, I love Carrie Green. I've got to know her quite well. She runs the Female Entrepreneur Association. And listening to her, I guess just as I was realising I wanted to do more than just voice work, that, I, that there was more, I sort of came across uh, Carrie and realised that there's a whole online business, that possibility that I'd never even thought about. And at that point in my life, I never thought about myself as an entrepreneur. I never thought, I never consciously even would have said that I wanted to be a coach. I just wanted people who are ambitious to step up to go after what they want rather than stay in the resentment where they're not making it happen because mm. that's where you get eaten up the anger the blame and there's a lot of blame it's their fault I didn't it's their fault I couldn't to get those people to step up and I think now what my work is about is the people who've already woken up have stepped up to get them out there and louder so that more people can hear them so you know I love people like Tony Robbins um he was one again one of the first kind of motivational people that I came across years ago now um and I don't know I I am an avid listener you stick out you stick out an, a motivational book I'm probably going to listen to I, it I've been like it. that as well for the last few years yeah <laughs> really full on yeah. with that personal development and you've mentioned your book podcast for impact where can people find that now? Anywhere on Amazon. <laughs> so if you go podcast with impact um, on Amazon and very soon, I don't know when this episode is going out, very soon it'll be on Audible as well. Um, and it really does help 
people to to think if you have a message you want to share how could that be the foundation of you building a business how could that be the foundation of you helping people and choose to lead even just a small little corner of the world to feeling better about their life how could you follow your passion and your interest and make that make that something that you do to the nth degree um so so i mean you mentioned get visible which i actually think for many of your audience that my first book there's a lot in there that wherever you're at in your journey of spiritual awakening or um potentially struggling with mental health issues there's a lot in that that you might resonate with so that would probably be my advice for any of you listening go and have a look at get visible again i highly recommend that book as well because that's the one that really really inspired me i did download your book yesterday and i'm halfway through it already the new book it's awesome oh thank you (laughs) it's great so uh thank you for today anna my pleasure thank you for having me is there any anywhere else that we can find what's your website i am everywhere podcast listeners the best thing to do is go and find my podcast called entrepreneurs get visible even if you're not really an entrepreneur i think you'll find something over there that would motivate you to think maybe maybe i could do that as a business maybe i could get started in that way okay thanks so much anna for coming in today Uh, pleasure bye thank you for listening to the soulful valley podcast I hope that you've heard something today that makes your life a little lighter. Our aim is to share love, light and wisdom and to raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed this show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think they would benefit from listening to it. For a free EFT guide or to join my Alignment Seekers free Facebook group or to work with me one-to-one, you can find more information at Soulful Valley. Bye for now. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.